This is The Real Deal, and I'm your host, Sarah Riley, joined in studio with my hype woman, Carly Edwards, and the amazing producer, Benny Mathers. (laughs) Today, we're talking measuring success. Do you have a plan to become better? Because working hard is not a strategy. You actually have to measure and track your numbers to make sure that you're on target to hit your goals this year, and we're going to help you dial in those numbers, folks. All right, this is The Real Deal. I'm Sarah Riley. I'm a wife, a mom of three girls, and a successful businesswoman. And I've been keeping it real since 1982. I'm not a self-made millionaire. Well, not yet anyways. I'm not famous, just a regular girl with big goals and a lot of drive. I'm extremely competitive, but mostly with myself. Okay, and my husband. Everybody! (laughs) I'm competitive with everybody, but I don't have to be the best. Just the best version of me. This is the show where we keep it real on business, real estate, parenting, health, marriage, all the things. Nothing is taboo. This is real talk, real life, the real deal. All right, guys. We're talking measuring success. Yeah, which um, in layman's term is tracking. Mm -hmm. Track, 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 tracking. We love tracking. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. If you've been tuning into my uh, series on business planning, this is the episode five in the six weeks um, series on business planning, goal planning, life planning. And um, last week we talked about calendaring. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that calendaring and tracking are my love languages. So we're just going right into like tracking. Yeah. Calendaring is a patented word now. It's a what? Patented. <laughs> Patent. I can't say that. It's patented. It's patented. It's patented. It's a patent word. You're. It's like when people say, patented. "Oh, I text you. I texted you." No, you. No, you no, text didn't. me. You text me. Yeah. It's just like patented isn't patent. a word. It's patented. You patent a word. Yeah. Calendaring. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are talking about tracking because you can't manage something that you can't measure, and if you can't measure it, you have very little chance to improve it. So tracking, no matter what it is, your business, your personal goals, it doesn't matter. It is imperative for you to be tracking so you know where you are, what like areas you need to improve on, and how far or close you are to reaching your goals. Mm-hmm. It's huge, peeps. It is. So... It's not this new thing. So tracking, you know, I feel like when we get into business and we get older in life, a lot of times we are setting these goals and winging it and it feels daunting or, you know, to track all the stuff. It does. You guys, we've been tracking things our whole stinking lives, okay? When you're in school, uh, homework, progress reports, grades, that's all tracking to see how you're doing and where you need to improve, right? When you're pregnant... Who all has that app that they see, like, how their baby is growing? (laughs) And you go to the doctor. They track, like, where are you at? How big is your baby? All those things. And then when your baby is born, you know you're tracking their progress Mm -hmm. based on where they're supposed to be because you have way too much information about what your kid should be doing at what point. (laughs) For sure. sure. Then you have three kids and you don't give. Mm -mm. mm -mm. Mm -mm. I was going to say a bad word. You don't don't give. You don't care. Thank you. Thank you. You can't do like, I want to say my word, but I have to do it with like all those weird little, you know, 
like symbols. Yeah. You can't do that when you're talking. No. Mm -mm. Doesn't work. No. (laughs) You know what I mean. It doesn't matter. But we are tracking all those things. I mean, we track girls, track girls stuff. Girls. We track girls stuff. You should. Well, you you really should. Um, I don't, though. I should. I know you don't. You really should. (laughs) I do. Yeah, I track other things. Uh, But we're always tracking sports totally tracking Mm -hmm. i mean that's how they know like how good of an athlete they are where their rankings are what they need to improve on is your stats sports stats so why are we tracking in our business and other areas of our life to that extent i don't know why i don't know we need to i'm going to tell you how to do it okay okay yeah because it's it's important whether it's your business your personal you know health Mm -hmm. goals fitness um finances all of those things need to be tracked and measured to make sure that you're on the right path to reach the goal that you set for yourself. Absolutely. Okay. So I feel like sometimes it gets a little stressful and overwhelming and people are like, oh God, I just want to <laughs> live my life. And things will just happen. Okay. Well, yeah. well mm. <laughs> you guys, you got to start somewhere. I mean, it's hard. It's daunting. A lot of times you don't want to look at the numbers and usually it's because they're not where they should be. Yeah. And so you're just avoidance, Mm -hmm. constant avoidance. And I don't think that you should live in the numbers all the time, but knowledge is power and you have to start somewhere and you're never going to get where you want to go if you don't know where you currently are. You can't go to the next level if you don't even know really where you're at right now. No, it's just a hope. Yep. Truth bomb. (laughs) (laughs) So aggressive. Come on, people. Uh, Plus, you guys, you might not be where you want to be yet, but you also are not where you used to be. So it's all right. You don't have to be focused on like, well, gosh, I'm not there. So it just seems like scary and maybe negative. And Mm -hmm. so you don't want to look at the numbers because you're not where you think you should be. But you're definitely better than you used to be. And knowing where you stand right now is imperative to figuring out and your tracking and goals and what activities you have to do to get there this next year or wherever you're at, whatever your goal is. So where do you start, you ask me? Where do you start, Sarah Riley? <laughs> this is where you start. Okay. Mm-hmm. So first of all is sales numbers. Everybody in sales, anyone that has any job that is related to sales is tracking their sales. So you know what you've closed and you know what you want to close. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's the extent of your tracking. It is really important. You have to know like what you did last year and you probably already, we've done all this goal planning. You guys, it's we're rolling into February next week. So uh, hopefully you have your goals dialed in for what you want to do this next year in business. Okay. So you have to know what you did last year. Okay. That's important. But Number if you're in one. sales, you definitely probably have that. Mm-hmm. And then there's a season to every business, you guys. So last year when you're looking at your total volume for the year, sales units, volume, whatever you track, or maybe it's both things. Um, if you break that down quarterly, like what percentage of your business came out of each quarter of the year, it's important to know that going into next year because too often people just set a goal. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to do X amount of volume this next year and whatever your business is. Great. Okay. And then they just divide it by 12 months and I'm like, this is what I got to do. But that's not realistic. I mean, what if your business, you're like a ornament maker, mm. okay? 
I'm pretty sure that your sales are heavy <laughs> in the last quarter of the yeah, year. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. So you're probably doing less business in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's good to know that so that when you're figuring out your goal, you have your number that you want to accomplish this new year. And you're dividing that by what percentage of business you do each quarter. So it's some. It's going to vary. It's not going to mm-hmm. be the same quarter over quarter. No. So then you take your quarterly goals. Okay. Okay. Because you've got it broken out into four times a year mm-hmm. of what you need to accomplish and you divide it by the month. So now you know monthly. Each month of the year is going to be different. Some will be the same, but they're not all going to be the same. And you know what you need to close or do in sales and volume um, each month. Okay. So now you have that goal. But how are you going to get there? How are you going to get that goal? Okay, you have the number, and this is where pretty much everyone stops. Uh They've got the goal, and they're like, cool. Yep, I got this. Sounds great. I'm going to do that. Mm. Okay. You have to figure out what your KPIs are. Ooh, KPIs. Getting fancy. (laughs) Tell me, tell me. Carly. (laughs) You're such a good hype woman. Oh, thanks. Uh Yeah. Key performance indicators. Ooh. Basically like your your leading indicators, the things that you actually can control. Mm. Because you might have this great goal of sales volume that you want to do or, you know, I don't know what your business is. If it's direct marketing, if it's outside sales, it really doesn't matter what it is. There's a certain amount of volume, people you want to sign up, all the things that go into your business. There's this ultimate number you're trying to hit, mm-hmm. right? You don't have control over that number happening. No. You can try and wish it into existence, but highly mm, unlikely. That doesn't really work. No. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. But what you do have control over are your key performance indicators, the things that you actually, the actions you take, the things that you do that get you to that goal. Yes. And that's the fun stuff to track. Yeah. Okay, this is, I'm going to go through some numbers. You're going to need a pen and paper. Because these, you're going <laughs> to mm-hmm. want to write this down. Okay. It's a little hard to follow, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to try and explain it. I'm so, taking notes. Let's go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a couple things you have to know when figuring out what your leading indicators are and what you're going to track. One is knowing what activities are going to get you to your goal. So what sales activities you need to do mm-hmm. to generate sales. Okay. And where your business came from last year. Because you need to figure out, if you're growing your business, what areas of business you're going to grow. And you have to know what source your business came from to really dial that in so that you have a more focused activity on exactly what you need to do to grow that area. Does that make sense? Yes. You're following? Yep. Got it, Carly? I got it. Okay. I got it. So everyone has different sources of business. These are a few, and I think they probably apply to most businesses across the board, but you've got your online leads, probably um, social media, sphere, past clients, referral partners, current clients, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Whatever your sources of business are, you need to have that tracked and know what percentage of your business last year came from each area that you track and then what areas you're going to grow and what activities you have to do to grow those areas. Okay. Okay. So let's give an example. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say you want to grow um, your past client leads this next year. So what are the trackable actions that you can take to generate more business there? Is it phone calls? You're mm. calling your past clients. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's some marketing campaigns like um, you're going to honor them on their birthday or you're going to send a monthly newsletter. You know, whatever the activity is that you can do to generate more leads in that area. So let's say it's calls because that's something that we have control over. You can, you should definitely should have a marketing plan around every area of your business. But 
the thing that you can control is how many calls you make, how many people you get in front of face to face, you interact with online, whatever your business is, it might be a little bit different. But that is what you can control. So you have to figure out how many calls you have to make to get the desired result that you're looking for. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you start tracking, it's it's like it seems like a lot. So I'm going to try and break it down. Mm-hmm. But after you do this for a while, it really becomes second nature. And it takes all of the like thinking you've got this pie in the sky idea and wondering how it's going to come to fruition to like a simple, oh, I have to make X amount of calls today. Yep. And then I'm going to get X amount of leads. And it just makes it so easy and broken down into a way that it's manageable and yeah. obtainable. Absolutely. Okay. Simplifies everything. Yeah. So don't get overwhelmed. We're going to, I'm going to lay it out for you. I'm going to lay it right out. Ooh. Here we go. Okay. So the only way that you can know how many leads you need for how many deals you're going to get or sales you're going to close or how many calls you need for those leads is by knowing your conversion rates. So, right, if you're making calls to get X amount of leads. Mm-hmm. You also need to know how many leads you need to get X amount of deals. Okay. Okay. So how do you figure that out? Well, for an example, let's just say last year. You have to go back to your last year's numbers and you figure out how many leads you got. So let's say you got 100 leads last year and you closed 25 sales. So that's 25% of your ratio. That's 25% conversion rate from lead to deal. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of things that you can track in your business and everyone's going to track different things between lead to deal. There's probably a whole slew of things you can track in there. Mm -hmm. But right now we're just talking about the basics because this is the thing that you have control over is how many people that you talk to and how many leads you get. So knowing your lead to deal ratio is like number one. Okay, so now you take your new goal. So last year you closed 25 deals. Okay. Okay. This year you want to close 40 deals. Hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. So you just are going to divide that by 25% because that's your conversion rate from lead to deal. And now you know how many leads you need to get to close that many deals. Okay. Okay. So first you have to figure out your conversion rate from last year Mm -hmm. from lead to deal. And then you take that percentage and divide it by your new goal to figure out how many leads you now need this new year. Okay. Okay. So you take 40, Mm -hmm. you divide it by your percentage ratio so okay. 40 divided by 25 percent so last year you had to get 100 leads for 25 deals okay this year you have to get 160 leads for 40 deals all right okay there you go okay then it's as simple as you take that amount of leads that you need to get okay mm-hmm. and you divide it each quarter by the percentage of business that you're going to yes. do each quarter okay? okay and so let's say in quarter one you only do 18 percent of your business you take your leads, 160, and mm-hmm. you're going to times it by the percentage of business you do each quarter. So if quarter one, you do 18% of your business for the whole year. Okay. You're going to take your leads of 160, mm-hmm. times it by 18%. So in quarter one, you have to get 28.8 leads. Oh, okay. That's not bad. No, not bad at then all. Then you're like, okay, well, there's three months and a quarter, so you're going to divide by three. Oh, you only need 9.6 leads a month. Oh, that's even better. It's looking pretty good now. Mm -hmm. Now it's just a number, okay? And now you're going to divide that by weeks, okay? And you know that each week you need to get 2.4 leads every week in Q1 to hit your goal, to be on track, okay? And it's really that simple. And now you you have an action of what you have to do. You need to make calls, okay? But how many calls do you need to make? 
this is a hard one because unless you're tracking your calls now, it might be a new activity that you have to start mm-hmm. this next year. Okay. But as an example, as you start calling, you'll figure it out really quick. So if you know that it takes 20 calls for you to get one lead, uh-huh. then now you know you need to make um, 45 to 50 calls a week to get your 2.4 leads. Okay. It's not a big deal. And you're like, okay, well, that's like 10 calls a day. Wow. It's all of a sudden super obtainable because you know your business, you guys. You know exactly what you have to do to get the business you want this next year because you're tracking it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to you have to be measuring it. And it seems like, oh, that's just, wow, gosh, well, I'm just going to go, you know, do what I did last year and I'm just going to do more of that and I'm just going to get more business. Well, that's great. And it might work out for you, but there's so many different factors mm-hmm. that change our business, life, um, the industries. I don't know what industry you're in, but ours is constantly changing. It really is. The market, all I mean, the economy, so many things affect our business and every business. So knowing the activities that you actually have to do to reach your goal, no matter what's going on around you, is key to ultimately reaching the success that you want. Now that you know your stuff and you know what you need to do, the game becomes more of making the right decisions to get you to a better place because you know what you have to do now and it's just a matter of acting. Mm-hmm. So let's talk personal life. You know, you've everyone set goals, not just for business. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh God, Sarah, you make me track my personal life. I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> and... There are so many fun ways to track things when you know what you're tracking. There's so many cool apps and different calendar things you can do. Finding a way to do it that like speaks to you is important yeah. so that you actually do it. Yep. Um, and I and it sounds complicated, but for me, I do things super simply. I just use Google Sheets for my tracking. And if you ask me any question about my business, I can rattle off every single conversion rate. I mean, I know my business, and that's the key to really having long-term success in anything. Business life is just knowing because we lie. <laughs> I've said this so many times. Yeah. We lie to ourselves. Absolutely, we do. Okay, let's just talk for reals. Like you mm-hmm. think, you know, you're eating healthy. You tell yourself, oh, I made healthy choices this week. But if you're not writing down what you actually ate, how often do you think you're fibbing or like rounding down (laughs) (laughs) very often often yes often because if we weren't um lying to ourselves and rounding down i think we'd all be like smoking hot Mm -hmm. because we just right you might be smoking hot just the way you are oh you you might be you might be you know what i mean i know we might be our best physical selves sure that would be great (laughs) all right so let's talk about how you can how you can track personal stuff, you guys, because every little thing we do, even mundane, matters greatly when based on how many times you do it. Mm. So it might seem like not a big deal to track your water, but if you track it over and over and over again, you've just made a lasting impact on your health. Yes. Yeah. I can get behind that. You like it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say you want to lose uh, 20 pounds this year. Okay. Okay. We're just drawing out numbers. Mm-hmm. You want to lose 20 pounds in weight. Great. That's fantastic. Um, but what is going to get you there? Like, what are you actually going to track that's mm-hmm. going to get you to that goal? Because we're like, okay, we're going to we're gonna work out. Sure. We're going to work out, right? Yeah. And we're going to eat healthy. Uh-huh. We're going to drink some water. Okay. We're going to sleep. Good ideas. All good ideas. Great ideas. That And you you wrote this all out, I'm sure, on your goals. 
You all did. You're like, here's what I'm going to do. This is what I is what I want to accomplish. And here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. That is a great start. But until you put that into some form of tracking, how do you know what you're actually doing every day? Yeah. Okay. Because all of a sudden now you're tracking your calories or your macros or what the heck ever you track. Okay. Everyone's different. Yep. You find what works for you, but you just track. You're track, keeping track of your water daily. You're tracking how much sleep you get. You're tracking your exercises. You had a goal to do four a week, and you're Xing it out on the calendar that you're doing it. That's tracking. Yeah. And then when you look back and you're like, man, I only lost five pounds. And you're like, oh, well, that's because I only worked out three days the whole month. Oh. Now you yeah. know. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm doing the other things, but it looks like I'm skipping the workouts, mm-hmm. and so I need to improve there. It's the same with finances. You guys, you want to save a certain amount of money this year or mm-hmm. pay off debt or whatever your financial goals are. You know you got to have a budget. You have to track your spending. You have to track your savings and you have to track your income. And if you're not and you're just th- like putting money into a savings account and you're not tracking your spending or your income, all of a sudden you're taking that money back out because you need it yep. to pay yep. your bills because you overspent because you didn't track it. So it doesn't matter what it is, whatever goal you have, it, it to be successful, it has to be measured. Mm-hmm. You're not the product of your circumstances, guys. You're the product of your decisions. Ooh, yeah. Chills. What you do is a choice. <laughs> I mean, I say it all the time. What you do is a choice. A decision that you make to work towards something you want rather than waiting for it to just happen to you. That's the difference between setting a goal and just hoping that it works out. You set a sales goal this year or a weight loss goal or a financial goal, whatever it was, and you're just thinking, cool, I'm hoping that happens. Or you actually set a goal, set up actions you're going to take, and then tracked them to make sure that they occurred. Whew. Now we're talking about another way to measure. Okay. Because so much in business, and I don't know, I've been seeing it a lot lately, so it's been on my mind and heart. and is that people are talking about their goals for this next year and what their sales goals are, mm-hmm. uh, what, you know, uh, income goals or whatever. They're proclaiming their goals. Sure. Which is great. But I also feel like if all you're talking about is how much the numbers, like it's knowing your numbers is just being smart and knowing your business. Right. But if all you're focused on is I want to close X amount in sales, then that's all you're thinking about. And now all of a sudden, your business is just about you making money. Yeah. It's not centered around what it should be focused on, which is the client experience. Because whatever business you're in, you have a client. And if they're just a number of transaction, eventually they're going to feel that. And eventually, I mean, you might get the deal that time, but they're not coming back around. Nope. They're not. And so there's a lot of ways to measure you guys. And we should be measuring how our clients feel. I love that. Right. Rather than focusing on, you know, how much money we're going to make, focusing on who we're serving and how we're serving them, because really it comes down to doing the right thing by our client, going above and beyond for our client creates an experience where we're anticipating their needs and exceeding any expectations. And who wins in that kind of a scenario? Um, I don't know. Your clients, your referral partners, you, your business will thrive and grow Mm -hmm. and you will have lasting success because you're measuring not just how you're, you know, where your business is coming from and how you're hitting a goal, but you're measuring how your clients thought the experience went. So if your ultimate goal is to serve your clients, which ours is, and you're focused on their needs and you've built a foundation in your business that creates 
this lasting empire of success because people are drawn to you. I yeah. mean, no matter what business you're in, they work with you because of who you are. Yep. You say that all the time. But also, if you're not helping them, someone else will. I always feel like, you know, when I first started in, in sales, um, it was I, I didn't want to feel like pushy sales. I'm, yeah. I'm more of an assumed sales. I'm like, well, of course you're going to work with me uh-huh. um, because I'm great <laughs> and I'm going to take good care of you and I care about you. And so I don't like to be pushy sales and you don't have to be at all. Nope. Um, but when it comes down to asking for the sale or trying to get someone's business, the bottom line is they need the service mm-hmm. or the product or whatever you're selling. And if you're not giving it to them, if you're not asking them to work with you, they're going to work with someone else. And is that other person going to care as much as you? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, in our case, definitely not. Probably not. No, mm-hmm. no. And so you're just you're just there to help people. And if that's your focus and your business is focused around how you can help and how you can serve, then your clients are going to feel that. Yeah. And you're going to have so many. You're going to have so many leads coming in. You know, you're going to have to make your conversion rates are going to go way up. Everything spirals you know, on top of service. So if you're creating and measuring the level of service you're providing, you're measuring your client experience, maybe you have a scorecard for your business and you're keeping track of how many five-star reviews you get. Mm -hmm. And you're rewarding yourself and your team based on that versus based on how many units or volume you closed. Yeah. Now your focus is on the right stuff. Absolutely. It's great. I'm not saying it's not great to talk about your goals, proclaim them. But at some point, it becomes bragging. Mm. And I feel like, in my heart, that when you put stuff out there, at least me, I think, like, is it who is this serving? Is this yeah. serving me or is this serving someone else? Nobody else wants to know or cares about how much money I'm going to make next year. <laughs> no, my family, but that's about it. But what they do care about is what am I going to do for them? How am I going to show up for my clients? How am I going to show up for my team? Mm-hmm. And those are... Also, super important things to measure. Yep. Of course, I have goals. We got goals, right, Carly? Oh, we've got we a got lot goals. of goals. We got goals. <laughs> um, and I want to grow. We always want to be growing. Yep. Okay. I'm just saying that if you do that with the foundation of a client-centric business, mm. okay, your focus is not on closings but on reviews, yes. right? So there's lots of ways to measure your business, and you have to start somewhere, And I think that um, picking the avenues that you want to grow your business, like if you want to grow your business in your sphere, then Mm -hmm. maybe you're measuring, um, you know, how much you're putting yourself out there about your business, letting people know what you do. Mm -hmm. Because how often do we not even tell people what we do? So maybe that's it. And your focus this year is on um, getting out there more on social media, whatever it is, you're building a plan about the thing you're going to track. Then you're finding out what action you can take in that activity and tracking the thing that you're doing. So if it's I'm posting this every day on social to bring awareness to my job, mm-hmm. okay, you're tracking that. Yeah. And then you can see this year when you go back and audit your business of how much of your business came from social media. And then you know if it worked or if it didn't work and then you can pivot. Yeah, It's just like anything. And it's the same with your sales numbers. It's the same with past clients. Are you calling your past clients? We all have different avenues of our business and what we measure. And same with what we're talking about, client experience. If you're measuring that and then you can go back and go, well, this, you know, I'm getting repeatedly that clients are feeling this way at this point of the transaction Mm -hmm. or this point of the sales process. And so now you can build a new system around that to change the experience. Yep. 
But if you're not keeping track of anything, then you don't know. You have no idea where you need to fill in the gaps. You have no idea what activities or how many of that activity you need to do to reach the goal. Right? So if you don't love tracking, you should start to. (laughs) (laughs) You got to dig in. You should start to. Stop trying to be the best and give your best every day, you guys. Mm. Show up. Track your numbers. Don't just go out and, you know, do the business, but be in your business knowing you know, what you do every day matters. Okay. So I hope you guys got something valuable from this uh, podcast about uh, measuring success and tracking. Yeah, I did. Did you, yeah, Carly? Definitely. You hear me all day long talking about tracking. <laughs> <laughs> Carly's a, tra- she's being, she's being all shy. She's a tracking pro now. Yeah. yeah. yeah she I love is. it. She I loves do. it. She learned to love it. See, mm-hmm. uh, it's a learned skill. Everything is, it's just a choice. And so start choosing to measure, measure so that you can get where you guys want to go. We'll put notes on um, the Sarah Nicole Riley website. Yes. Yes. So tune in next week for our last episode in the Business Goal Planning Life Planning series. Hey, you want to hang out with me more? You can find me at com. And if you need some more real in your life, check me out on Instagram and Facebook. Sarah Riley, Senior Mortgage Advisor, NMLS 180007, Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 2289, is an equal housing lender. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information rates and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval. This show is brought to you by the Riley Home Team with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. For those of you who don't know, I run a successful mortgage business and have had the privilege of helping thousands of families finance their dream home. It is so crucial to have the right team assisting you, not only so you have a great experience, but more importantly, that you're making a sound investment that reaches your long-term financial goals. We have become one of the top mortgage teams in the Northwest by providing the highest levels of knowledge, expertise, and service in the industry. I always say you only know what you know, and because we've done it all, we know a lot. If you want to talk to anybody about financing, I'm your woman. You can find out more about my mortgage business at RileyHomeTeam.com.